Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Las Vegas. Linda, it looks like you're back. <laughs> well, that's right. You have reached Renegade Talk Las Vegas. I'm your host, E.G. the Urban Scholar. And your co-host, Miss Latasia. And you know we have come down. We have been sent here. To cause some havoc. Yes. And with, greens. And with that being said, man, just don't listen to me. Listen to Nadi Nicole, Richie, Carl Higby, David Knight, and a list of many, many more. Well, today we have a lot in store. But like as always, be sure to zip on by and check out Renegade Talk. Dot com, I'm sorry, RenegadeTalkRadio.com and check us out. Always great. A lot of things going on over there. Also, check out the world-famous Tired of BS Facebook blog. Definitely doing well. Also, check out RenegadeMatch.com If you're looking for a date, go ahead and swing on by there. You know it. Walgreens employee fatally shoots a man at the photo dispute. What? Yeah. Are you telling me somebody got shot over some Walgreens photos? Over a picture. Man, wow. Yes. Man, again, thank you to the staff, music, Mike, Linda. Very, very powerful introduction as usual. Well, let's just get right into it. Mm-hmm. That employee wasn't injured. And the police say he hasn't been arrested. Another Walgreens employee and customer was struck by gunfire and hospitalized. Wow. Walkins says both are exposed, expected to survive. Walgreens said in a statement that is cooperating with the investigation into the shooting. Wow, man. So, 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 so. We come here to, in today's society to get shot over photos. What's next? Man. It's no telling what's going to be next. I'm telling you, and just, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's going to be more to the story eventually, as always. Yeah, always, because the, the Tulsa police says Walgreens employee with a concealed carry license fatally shot an armed man after an argument, and then that began at the photo counter. So, so Brandon Walken says that the person that died Wednesday was a 52-year-old man. He says the man pulled up with a gun, jumped from behind the counter, took photos from the clerk, and climbed back over the counter. Man. <laughs> 28 years old. Man, man shot and killed. He must have had nothing better else to do. But he could have he could have just took a selfie. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, just come Use on. Use your now. own camera. And who still really goes to these photo booths unless you got some family pictures or you know what I mean? Let's be honest. Clearly here. just means that the man um don't have it all in his head. Something's not right. 
There's no telling what he's going through at home, clearly. Oh, my God. But leave Walgreens you. alone, man. I'm telling you. And also, to be honest, this isn't the first, I want to say maybe, this isn't the first time something happened at Walgreens for this year, right? Right. And also, it was a lady who, who um, it was a coworker who died at one of the Walgreens just off of regular work. I guess she was um, about 70 years old. So oh, it might have been her time, but she left at work <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in Las Vegas. Oh, man, that's crazy. I guess Walgreens is bringing them in just to get them out, huh? <laughs> red tag, red sign. Bit them in, bit them in. Well, moving right along, the U.S. population grows at the slowest pace in more than 80 years. Mm-mm-mm. Well, falling birth rate rises, death rate slow, population growth as more Americans move western and southern states. As the birth rates have dropped and the death rates have risen, immigration's role in the, nas- in the nation's continuing population growth has expanded. Last year, it counted for 48% of the country's growth, up from 35% in 2011, what? accounting for arrivals and departures. Man. Census Bureau estimated that the country gained 97,000 people abroad last year. Wow, that's a hell of a lot of people. Man, I don't know. Um, so far as what I'm seeing, I think more people are actually dying. And actually, so far as, I mean, it seems like there are a lot of babies in the world. But last time I checked, the average age of a person in the United States was about, don't quote me, but I believe about 24 through 26. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. It's not really a lot of kids on this earth like it once was if the house of representatives were apportioned based on this year's data texas will gain two seats while arizona colorado florida north carolina and oregon will each gain one Mm, that's that's quite that's quite interesting but the states losing a seat would be illinois michigan minnesota new york pennsylvania Pennsylvania, wow. um, Rhode Island, Virginia. I mean, it just goes on and on. I see. Man, <laughs> oh my God, I don't know where to start it. I mean, do you really think that more people are dying or is it more babies? What do you think? I would think that it's, it's more dying and then you're forced to just continue to have more babies. <laughs> of course. Of because course. it's, I mean, they're losing a lot of people, but we're losing a lot of people for the wrong reasons. And I wish they'll stop it. Man, especially with this black market and these organs. And uh, I'm telling you, these people are coming up missing. And when they actually get discovered, they don't have any lungs or heart or come on now. It's, yeah, but on balance, it probably favors the Democrats, given the kind of Democrat demographic change that is um, occurring in so many of these western states i see i mean do you think that really has anything to do with the actual vote that just took place a few weeks ago yeah but i'm not even sure if the votes are even accurate no more i know because of the census is so messed up right right so it's no telling if 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 our vote count or not so just vote anyway right yeah (laughs) that's that's the best thing i can really say because who really knows if these votes really actually count? Right. You know, And because we don't know that the votes count, we just ask everybody to vote as much as they can and encourage everybody else to vote. Especially with this last election. Like I say, it was the most important election within the last 50 years. Mm. And this will affect our kids, kids, kids. So, you know. Right. We're definitely making history. 
I'm telling you. And I'm glad to see a lot of more young people at those polls, you know. Yeah, I've been noticing that it's, having, it's been real like a youth uh, society with that. It hasn't been, it's, it's way more youth than it is um, the, the elderly people now. Yeah, well, with that being said, I think because they know where this country is going, you know. Right. I'm pretty sure they're going to take that statue, I would say, on how old you have to be to be the president. Because eventually, we need some young, you know. We need right, some, right. Somebody know. who kind of can open their mind up and let you know what's really going on. Because they, some people too old, and they done got stuck yeah. in the uh, slave days. <laughs> exactly. They don't know how to kind of readjust. Right. So I think instead of, I think it's, don't quote me, but I think it's 45 that you can be a president. I would say let's bring it to 35, you know. Right. So Yeah, a little bit over 30, 35, but a little bit younger than 40. Man, I don't know. That'll work out. Hopefully, especially with this new America. Yeah. Well, with that being said, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. And I am Miss Latasia. And we're going to take a short, short break, and we'll be right back. I'm gone. like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Las Vegas. I welcome you back. Thank you all for joining me as usual. Welcome, everyone. Yes. Here with my very, very special co-host. Miss Latasia. And as, as always, how we do it here. We don't sugarcoat shit. Never. <laughs> and as always, this these second halves. We always always go in, you know. Yes. So today what are we talking about? Give it to us. You already know, Weinstein, you mother, shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, I just love what Linda's doing. I love the music. Let's just go in for a second. Let's hear it. Let's go. Thank you, thank you so much, Linda. Always powerful, always powerful. Yes, yes, yes. Like I was saying, well, the judge reacts, I'm sorry, the judge rejects Harvey Weinstein's motion to dismiss his assault case. What the F? Man, I tell you, Harvey Weinstein, as you all know, I've been talking about Harvey Weinstein wait, pretty much all this whole year. And if you all don't know who Harvey Weinstein is, let me just give you a quick up-to-date, you know, if you've been kind of living under a rock or you've been somewhere where you shouldn't have been. But anyway, Harvey Weinstein is pretty much one of the most powerful, powerful, powerful person in Hollywood. He pretty much, as we so-called that mythological director's chair, well, he pretty much controls that chair. And um, what that means is, at the end of the day, just to be 
pretty much brutally honest, if you really want that main role or that co-starring role in these major blockbuster movies, <laughs> you're gonna have to sit on that chair, which means you're gonna have to have sex with them. Do something strange for some change. Uh, you already know. And moving mm. right along, well, the next hearing is in March. Well, on Thursday, a New York judge reacted. I'm sorry, I keep on saying reacted. What is what's 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 going on today? She, she he looking for some type of reaction. A That's reaction, it. <laughs> man. Well, he rejected Harvey Weinstein's attempt to put an end to the criminal charges he's facing for allegedly sexual assaulting two women, which we all know it was probably more, but. That's the only two that they pretty much want to come forth. Well, the movie producer agreed that prosecutors' misconduct require a dismissal. The judge privately told attorneys at a hearing on Thursday that the case would continue. He is facing five counts of rape and sexual assault. Man, what? Nasty bastard. Ah, oh, man. And, <laughs> and the thing is, Hollywood is not shunning him. He still walks around proudly. You know, like I said, he's one of the most powerful, mm -hmm. powerful Jewish people in Hollywood. And the power is in the money. You already know. Well, in October, a count against the disgraced mogul was tossed out after testimonies continued about his accuser, which was not on the account and not passed along by the New York Police Department prosecutors. But Weinstein's argument won't stop the case on its path to trial sometime next year. Wow, that's deep. Wow. Well, in a written decision that followed the hearing, New York Supreme Court Justice James Burke wrote, the people of New York generally enjoy wide discretion in presenting their case hmm. and are not required to present exculpatory or mitigating evidence in the grand jury. Wow. They are not obligated to search for the evidence favorable to the defense or to present all evidence in their possession favorable to the accused. The grand jury is not an avatar, adversal proceeding and the people do not have the same obligation of disclosure at the grand jury stages as they do at the style, at the trial stage. Ain't wow. that something? That's <laughs> wow. I tell you, it's so much legal mumbo jumbo, but when it comes down to it, you and I both know running your nation that they're gonna get them. Because you can't you seen what happened to Bill Cosby. Okay. <laughs> don't don't be Bill Cosby. Oh man. But um the next hearing is March seventh and the phase of the pretrial proceedings could have prosecutors in the defense wearing all over the potential for trial testimonies for other women who have publicly accused Weinstein of a misconduct. What? Mm-hmm. So after today's hearing, they're they're gonna be appointed to court <laughs> man I'm surprised but with that being said all this money and power I mean they've been trying to pin so much on them for so long I don't know if anything's really gonna stick I mean it got to the point where they even had the things on video and that still didn't stick you know cause mistakenly some deleted scenes were yeah, it was so mm -hmm. much so much behind that Mm, it's probably way more deleted scenes than we think. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. Well, I heard we got some Oprah news. That's, you know, I heard she's been in the media 
and something about what um, Oprah Winfrey endorses a Black Panther movie. Mm. Calling, they calling it bigger than the movie. I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> I'm going to be honest here. Just my opinion, you know, my personal opinion. I gave it about a seven. You know, it was one of those movies that really mm, seven. was hyped up. And when you actually seen it, you wanted like, I really wanted more. You know, it didn't really just hold me, you know, for everybody dressing up and going to the movies. It really didn't give me that really feeling like it was supposed like to. It, like like people um, made it seem. They, right. they they hyped it up though. But, yeah. but more than 100 Academy members joined Winfrey, Disney's chief Bob Iger, and the talent behind Black Panther, which hits theaters in February for a toast to what Iger called a film that actually had an impact on the whole world. Yeah. It did, but see the thing is, I just want to get off the subject for one second. It's really not a subject, but <laughs> anyway, the actual Black Panther movie, the reason why I didn't really like it because to me it took away from what the original movie actually was. You know? And it kinda of took away from reality a little bit to me. Yeah. I mean, I just I, I, I'ma just be real. Like I and I never really it didn't sit right with me. I didn't get that feel. I didn't stay focused in the movie right. Like I couldn't keep watching it. Exactly. It wasn't boring to me. <laughs> um, and so now when the youth when they hear the Black Panther movie, they're gonna think about this. Not mm -hmm. about Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seal. So to me that's what really, you know, Wakanda. <laughs> Man, oh, come on now. No. Uh, we have to do something um, better than that. I'm telling you. Well, Winfrey could just as easily have used her celebrity showmanship to highlight one of 2018's other contenders that grapples with matters of race, which was the Green Book Blacks, Black Klansmen and If Beale Street Could Talk. Or, mm. or any other subject for that matter. But at the request of Disney chief Bob Iger, a friend of some three decades, she agreed to share with Academy members the sentiments that she first shared. Wow. <laughs> now that's deep. Yeah. Okay, well, he closed his toast as follows. I have a I have the great privilege of working with for a company and in a business that has the ability to entertain the world. And I have been in this business for 45 years and there have been a lot of really um funny moments, theatrical moments, should I say, typically um the result of a great creative success or great commercial success or both. Now in this case, we know Black Panther is both creative and a commercial success, mm -hmm. but echoing what Oprah said, it was far more than that. Mm -hmm. The exhilaration of all felt about this film was due to a fact that we believed it actually had an impact on the world. Right. And it was because of boldness, daring to daring them to dream, defying um, conventional wisdom, and of course putting it inside the hands of the unbelievably gifted director Ryan Coogler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I mean, like I said, like it was really nothing wrong with the actual movie because it is a positive outlook, you know, for African Americans, or I just like to call them Americans, right? Okay, Black Americans, you know, Black America. So, you know, it gave us, it, it made us look more positive. I mean, it gave us a little vision. We understand the visual they were trying to give us, you know, but I just think they probably could have did a little bit better. 
Yeah, they could have did <laughs> a lot better, I think. <laughs> a lot better. Let's just keep it real. Yeah. But you know what? Well, Oprah's flooded in money, so you know her mind ain't is like ours. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of, we, we hope for the next dollar. She don't even care if she see another dollar because she got it. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not really interested in the Black Panther tool, so I, I don't even know. Why are they doing it again? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because the, I mean, the money was there. You know, but it wasn't given to a certain You know, I, I heard a, a, a grown man tell me that he has to go to the movies again and go watch it again, and he almost cried. I said, No. What? I'm sorry. I'm and sorry. my Scooby Doo voice hurt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, no. That is outrageous. Oh, these movies today, I tell you, society, where is it really going? Where is it really going, Renegade Nation? Where is it really going? Yeah, with that being said, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. And I'm Miss Latasia. And you're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat anything. Mm -mm. And I appreciate you for listening. Come back again. I appreciate all the listenership. We've been working very hard. And I appreciate you guys allowing me to be a part of the Renegade Talk America. As always. Well, with that being said, I'm gone. Goodbye. Change this at all!